Second Bananas is recorded on unceded indigenous land belonging to the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Unceded means that this land was never surrendered, relinquished, or handed over in any way. We support the various strategies that indigenous peoples use to protect their land and their communities, and we commit to working in solidarity with them. We acknowledge that as people living and working on these lands, we are accountable to those who have cared for this land since time immemorial. It is our intention to continue learning how to honor this responsibility. Okay. We want to. We want to get this thing started. Do an intro. Is is that? Yeah, we should. I think we should always do the intros. That I agree. I think. I think we should always do an intro. Welcome everybody to Second Bananas. Hi. Hi there. We're back. Uh, Second Bananas is of course a podcast about uh, history's greatest Garfunkels, the also rans, uh, the clout behind the clout that you haven't heard about, and. Um, I'm Joe. I'm Wes. Hi. Hi, Wes. And I'm Craig. Hey, Craig. Yeah. So uh, we are doing these pandemic episodes where normally we do a lot of research. One or more of us does some research. Uh, we kind of pick a, a usually a specific person, but not always. We are gonna we have explored concepts, but with these pandemic episodes, we kind of are just picking things to kind of discuss our own personal histories with and and interesting things we find about them. Uh, so I think we're going to do that today yeah. with... Uh, Normally they'd be like dealing with a specific subject and person, but with these episodes, we're doing more abstract concepts or, yeah, things that don't necessarily pertain to just one uh, specific person or subject. And kind of just letting things flow, you know? Yeah. Just making it free. Just letting it flow. Just letting looser, it yeah. fly free. No, no underwear. I mean... No need to be so uptight, I'm, you know. Everyone's yeah, keeping I've it actually been wearing tighter underwear. <laughs> it's important. You the, you can't really you need the support. Support, yeah. Yeah. It's super. Important. <laughs> That's right, especially in these times. So today we've decided to talk about none other than Playmobil. The Playmobil, um, you know it. It was that toy that is like Lego, but. Is not you know, like Lego at the same right. time. Let's you probably had friends that had it. We should start there because, like, I think Wes, you were kind of saying before we did the intro about like them being both building block toys, but like they are kind of. So, like, yeah, maybe well, we can just all talk about our first experience with Playmobil. Playmobil. Playmo okay, Playmobil? yeah, that's a good place to start. Uh, yeah. Um, f for me, I had a. I know I had a few friends that played with it growing up. Um, I don't know if there's. Uh, correlation here, but I two of them, I think two of the th three friends that I knew that specifically had a lot of Playmobil, they went to French immersion schools. So <laughs> I don't know, but I, know my play I, I, I have this correlation with my friend, my French immersion friends were like play Playmobil and they didn't have as much Lego as like the the rest of my like kind of interesting well i always think cultural yeah. contingency i do think of playmobil as like more european 
Yeah. Then, like I know they're both European brands, but like yes. Playmobil seems to be still more like culturally European, I guess. I don't Yeah, I would say don't so. Know well, yeah, it, it's interesting, yeah, cuz Lego you I would definitely say has, you know, has so much, you know, Americanization or whatever you want to call it with all of their movie tie-ins like the Star Wars and the Marvel and you know every every playset that you could like imagine now could be tied into like a movie Lego has that kind of property because they become this like I guess probably monolith of you know the the toy world um but I think that was a distinction between Playmobil and Lego is that especially nowadays like Playmobil always had more of a the the realistic situation they they went into fancy a bit, but it was always just more of a time period. Like you would have like your medieval knights or your, you know, your pirates. It was always based on real world stuff. Whereas Lego, their play sets like kind of went more into like the very, just like crazy, like, oh, we'll have a crazy Arctic ice world, or we'll just do a total like subterranean thing. And like, in addition to all their other crazy, fantastic tie-ins with Harry Potter and Star well, Wars. And I whatnot. do feel like Lego has gotten more, especially like all that stuff. That's more recent. Like I do feel yeah. like, like, like That's the Lego that, that I grew up with was a bit less like that. It was starting to get there and they didn't really do a lot of the tie-ins. Definitely. You're I right. Was, you're right. My like my first Lego sets was like yeah like a forest kind of set and it, it was yeah more like the Playmobil where it was just like uh, almost period based like I had you had your knights and things like that and definitely I think it's only within like you know the past like ten or fifteen years that Lego's really been getting all the movie tie-ins and going hard with that yeah well and Playmobil has started doing the same kind of in response but uh but yeah have they yeah they yeah, have a had a couple bit. cool tie-ins they've got back yeah. to the future interesting oh enough. that was a i remember seeing that advertised on some like web t- websites that i visit and that was actually a really cool tie-in i thought like actually the, there's some pretty the impressive it looked really cool and yeah. i think that's that's maybe where that's another point where playmobil set itself apart from lego was there like they were kind of all about just the figurine that was really like the focal point of any place that would be your not the min, i don't they're not called minifigs but like you know like their version of the little like lego guy like that was usually the focal point of the play sets for your your you know your players and they could make them usually a lot more varied than the the lego pieces because like the little lego guys like you can paint them differently but essentially that's always like the same piece Whereas the, I think the Playmobil guys, they would have different like skirts or like accessories some of them, and stuff. Wearing trench yeah. coats and like their hair pieces are usually different. A little their bit head more gear is quite different. Sure. Yeah, so like the the dudes themselves were actually way more varied in Playmobil, I think. Yeah, especially yeah, especially when we were kids. Um, yeah, so yeah. Before I jump in here, because I have a very specific thing about both Lego and Playmobil, I want Craig. I want to hear what what was your like experience with both Playmobil and Lego growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely had my first exposure. I think to Playmobil was at the gas station, driving across the prairies with my parents. Go on. Um, I forget. I think maybe it was the Mobile gas stations <laughs> does that ring a yes. bell? <laughs> anyway, I know the gas station yeah does. and they would and they would sell the like playmobil toys Holy sometimes shit. they would have playmobil toys on their like merchandising or like uh, like on their signs and stuff i think i, I remember sure. this i, I definitely know. remember I this. never made yeah. the connection of that like tie-in um i'm not sure obviously that obviously you know it didn't last 
but I don't think it lasted until today. Certainly, <laughs> I haven't seen any of them around. I feel like I've seen a mobile um, gas station more recently than I've seen them with like the whole toy thing tied in. I don't know if they're actually even the same entity or if they just like did a deal because they have a similar name or part of the name is similar. But that was my first exposure <laughs> to Playmobil. Um, All right. And then I do remember having a couple of pieces. You definitely, you know, you run it, you run into them, run into a set here and there out in the wild, playing at different kids' houses and stuff. Right, um, that's where I came across it in the wild. The vast majority would be Lego, certainly, and I think most of what I had was Lego. Yeah, and it, um, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, you... I, didn't, I didn't really get into too much of the figurine stuff. I would definitely be more compelled by the blocks and being able to build stuff yeah. with the blocks. So I... Playmobil was not really present in that area right. of things so that but, so it wasn't really on my radar as much i think yeah and i think that totally makes sense like i feel i think any of us would be hard-pressed to argue that playmobile is the superior toy to lego and i think well, well i i as a kid definitely enjoyed playing with lego more it's not but, a contest wes come on no no I, no, um... no i think but i definitely think if you were opening a present as whatever an eight-year-old boy would you be more excited to get that Lego set, or would you be more excited to get that Playmobil set? Well, it would depend on what it was, what the theme yes, was. Yes, exactly. And that's, oh, and really? that's the whole thing for me, wow. for sure. I was the type of kid that, like, I didn't really care if it was the best thing or the worst thing. I didn't really have that good of a, uh, a pr- perspective on that, maybe. But if yeah. I liked it, if like I'd seen it on TV and that was the thing that I liked it kind of didn't matter what the company was or whether it was actually all that good or, you know, there are a bunch right. of other stuff. Okay. Really for me, much, as long as it scratched that kind of. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Cause I think on both ends, like Playmobil Vos encourages more creativity in terms of like, as I was saying, like with all the tie-ins and stuff now, it's like kind of when you're playing with all of like the, you know, Lego or Batman, it's kind of, you're not, you're not inventing your own stories as much maybe as you would be with like a Playmobil set, which is more of a, a just a, like a generic real world situation where you'd be like, Oh, we're whatever. We're going to the grocery store or we're wood, we're in this wood cutting I don't you know, know. I wood think shop. Or... I, I challenge that characterization. Uh, yeah. I think challenge um, accepted. I, well, it's funny because <laughs> you, down. Craig, the, the, you mentioning the getting it at mobile gas stations is fascinating because I now now that you mention that, I do think I remember that. And one of the very specific play sets I had of Playmobil growing up was a gas station. Yeah. And I know and it not only that, it was an Esso brand gas station. Whoa. Which for Whoa, um, American okay. listeners, that's Exxon. Mobile. And they're also they who also owns Mobile. So, so I could be conflating my or like transposing my memories or whatever into I actually got them from Esso. I feel like I remember that too. Like, I, but there was a time period where like everywhere kind of had a toy, a branded toy, like especially yeah. gas stations. And like, 
I remember being able to buy like branded trucks, like like semi, like like the little Hot Wheels cars or whatever. Oh, yeah, big time. With the different brands. Oh, and I don't know if that still day. exists in the same way, but you could buy stuff like that at gas stations. And I feel really? like you might be right. And I feel like that may be where I, I still don't know, because like I ended up having both Playmobil and Lego. And for me, it was like Lego. I when I wanted to play Lego, I wanted to play with Lego. Right, like that was the thing. So you had more Playmobil than Lego. Early, well, eventually I got. I kind. I think the Playmobil was the first to go. I think what it was is my parents bought me Playmobil before, when I was too young to play with Lego, and I might have choked on it or something like that. Yeah, because I don't. I don't. I had Duplo, and so I don't think I ever had the Playmobil. Yeah, and I don't. I don't remember if Duplo just wasn't around or if my parents just couldn't get it. But I never had that. My brother did. So yeah. I think, or I think someone bought me Playmobil because I, th- I, I don't ever remember getting it. I just remember having it. So it may have been one of those things that my grandparents bought for me when I was really young. But yeah, and then, so if I wanted to play with Lego because I wanted to build, right? Like kind of what Craig was saying, like when you have the thing you want, that's what you do. But like what Playmobil ended up being for me was like I started getting really into superheroes and I would buy the superhero toys, and the the Playmobil characters would be the civilians in my like superhero. Oh, play. sweet! Especially since I had a gas station, and to me that was like, oh, that's such a cool place to have like a superhero fight, and they can totally like, protect the throw gas. the gas tanks at each other, and like that is that is the perfect. That is you're using the you're using them for their intended purpose because every. Playmobil kit is just civilians going about their civilian life. And it's like, it's super, that's, that's also what's interesting is I remember all these little things that like, like it had all the pumps. It had like the big, the, the big like thing that goes over top the gas pumps that's on the two, like just basically two metal brackets and you had to build it. And it had like all these little pieces that were so like accurate to real things you'd find at the gas station. And Playmobil, I think that's where they really have, that Agreed. no one else has is kind of almost like it's that very european like they're almost like made to be like a cool diorama yeah. more than it, a toy yeah it's like definitely. um yes i i definitely agree with that there yeah. the, the detail on some of the things their sets like is very um is is very like they pay a lot of close attention to minute things that uh that is just not there on on some of the lego sets well at least not For the sure. ones that are like probably geared yeah. at the same younger age. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, and, and you mentioned that like, cause with the miniature, the whole idea of having it like a miniature, it's almost like, yeah, it's like, a, it's like model trains, but for like kids kind of, it's like building this nice landscape of like a, a realistic environment and then kind of like playing around with it. And so I think it's, a, I think maybe that's why, I don't know. It's attractive for, uh adults too almost it's like that's a that's a cute like little set that's like it doesn't look like a gaudy like whatever spaceship or something that yeah, like a that. lot of lego sets are that's like it and if you don't have a lot yeah. of just like clutter and like ugly toys taking up your your space then yeah a, yeah, a playmobil true. set fits very nicely with your uh decor so it's like an attractive gift for parents to buy their kids as well. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that touches on something really um, big for me in my Lego experience was I didn't really like it at all that the kits eventually became like there were ones where you could just build a spaceship and it wasn't 
you know, before it got all Star Wars-y. And then eventually it starts getting, like, there's more stickers than there are blocks. And there's all sorts of, yeah, you know, kind of weird stuff going on that you're just like, this isn't, right. a, this isn't a Lego piece that I can use in any other context. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it did get to be like that, where it's like you thought lego always always seemed like okay you could just throw this all stuff together and you know have a bucket of lego and go to town and then it just started like all the sets had so many proprietary pieces where it was just like it it yeah it lost some of that uh the original creativity of some of the simpler stuff so for sure and i think that goes back to what your um well what your guys's points were counterpoints even about like the imagination level that's required for the toys but i don't think that there's necessarily like a border or like a threshold that you cross if you're i don't know i was a pretty inclusive (laughs) um imaginative like toy player with (laughs) when i was a kid right like it didn't matter what set or if you got ninja turtles with like stuffed animals and like gi joes and legos like you know the universe of toys all up exactly the universe the of scale toys. didn't matter no and and it was a it was a necessity of the fact that i couldn't get a complete set of anything so everything needed to be you know yeah, if there was going to be like a huge like battle for this household's toys between this household's toys and i was like running this I needed to pull from the ranks of like everything. I was pulling in my sister's toys. I got some My Little Ponies in there. This reminds me of that movie, Toy Soldiers. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Craig, I especially feel you on not not ever having a full set of anything. (laughs) Not Uh, even close. I just like, A, like, yeah, like my parents couldn't just buy me every toy I wanted, obviously. But I think even like I did, there were toys that I, from certain whatevers that I didn't really want, right? Like, and like it becomes this kind of interesting thing of like i think like it got to a point where i had a whole canon in my head like you know you think you look back on it and you see this thing of like when you're a kid like oh your batman your one batman toy is like your main good guy and then like yeah. your yeah, spider-man yeah. toy is like your backup and then the bad guy is like the one bad guy you have like i think i had some spawn toys so like yeah. they ended up being the bad guys because i didn't like the way they looked as much and then, or, <laughs> totally. and then, yeah, like the, so you build this sort of like canon in your head. And then even like, I think I had kind of like little characters for all my Playmobil characters. Um, but I will say I did not mix Lego with other toys. I was a purist in that way. Uh-huh. And I don't That's think I, ever, I don't think I was consciously aware of it at the time. But I was like, because for me, it's like sort of like the Lego, the fun is the building, right? Uh-huh. It's not yeah, even really sure. playing with it once you've built it. Yeah. I, I would sometimes, yeah, use... I don't think I would ever mix the minifigs. I would sometimes build Lego, like, sets or Lego, you know, Ooh. kind of scene stages for my other guys, like my Batmans and my Spider-Mans to play in. But, <laughs> yeah, no, I, would, I was totally into I, that. The minifigs were nowhere to be seen in those play sessions. Yeah, I usually had a couple here and there, but they were minor. They were extras, background <laughs> yeah. characters. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, the Playmobil definitely are better extras because they're more scale to like a regular action figure. And I think that is why that's uh, that that was Playmobil's kind of rise to power, I think, had to do with it happened during the oil crisis of of the early 1970s. I was reading this on the Wikipedia. And so uh, the Playmobil's founder, 
um, I forget his. It's a very German-sounding name. Um, I'll get that for you after. Uh, but he he uh, his his idea was to uh, make a toy that could like get the maximum amount of fun out of the least amount of plastic. Because I think they're founders of that toy company. They had invented the hula hoop, and so they were selling like you know millions and millions of hula hoops. But hula hoops like all plastic, and that took so much plastic. So they needed this pivot that didn't use as much plastic. In comes Playmobil guy. He comes with this like almost like this cool like army man, cute toy for kids, and boom, Playmobil. But yeah, that was the oldest thing. I, the Playmobil, or the little figure, I didn't think was as good as the lego figure well, yeah no for the not sole quite. purpose of that its legs don't move if yeah. its legs moved it would be better than the lego figure well, that, in my opinion. straight goose stepping damn so well they can't even goose step because the legs are like one piece so they can, it's basically they can either sit or stand oh, right yeah and like yeah. it's funny because they like i the in the like that's something we'll get to when we talk about the lego movie is like yeah. They start kind of playing with that, and then they just throw it out the window when it becomes inconvenient. But yeah, right. we'll, we'll talk about that more later. But so I'm looking at the Wikipedia page, and and yeah. the the inventor Hans Beck, the father of Hans Playmobil, Beck. yeah, um, who uh, basically came up with the idea. He wanted it. He, he wanted a to- he wanted to develop a toy that would not be too complex, but would nevertheless be flexible. He felt that uh, too much flexibility mm. would get in the way of children's anim- imaginations and too much too rigidity much. would cause yeah. frustration. Okay, okay, yeah. But I think I'm I think I'm hung up on the too much rigid- rigidity that's causing me frustration. Well, what's I interesting just, I just was want the legs to move. Like that was 1974 basically. Yeah. Like that he was in the 70s and like there weren't like again like we even in you think about that to the 90s when, or the 80s when we were kids, right? Like there was so much more ways to make toys articulated that like, yeah. it's just like, like thinking about that, of yeah. course, in the seventies. And I guess what they did eventually was they made the hands uh, for the Playmobil. Like I remember my Playmobil characters oh, yeah. just having, having a solid no, arm. Yeah. That just and they could the rotate shoulder. their wrists. But yeah, now since the eighties, they've been, they can rotate their wrists. So <laughs> I, I, you know, now I, I have a high a suspicion that, my Playmobil was inherited because <laughs> right. none of yeah, the none of the hands moved at the wrist. <laughs> so you that's, got, that's that that could be good. that could be collector Playmobil. Maybe Wait, you got a counterfeit Playmobil? No, no. I think <laughs> yeah, like I think it was the, the good old play, like Playmobil from the original sets that I got given from OG. some other from un, from probably a friend oh. family who's who's child. Yeah, yeah. Hand me down Playmobil. Yeah. OG. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I just didn't appreciate That's pretty cool, it. man. The Philippines. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't look probably, I didn't think about it when I was a kid. But yeah, I think but, uh, although that's, that's good to that's good to know and that's a good as an identifier because I think more so than Lego, well, maybe not complete pieces, but like the minifigs in general I think would become collectors items. Like there's an isn't there there's an artsy like brand of Playmobil where I think it's a a few painters there's like sets made around painters that i don't know so i feel like there i feel there's definitely a collector side of playmobile that would at least rival the lego collector oh wes yeah i believe you're referring to the the renaissance collection yeah yeah there's like a bunch of like paintings (laughs) and stuff that they made 
they made playmobiles that's out of so there's definitely like a high high art side to the playmobile i'm not uh, sure if it actually exists yeah i don't know yeah (laughs) we should look i'm just no there is because i I remember there's an article i was reading and uh yeah yeah, like the milkmaid and maybe the Uh, other so it's a painter that paints like recreates famous paintings as playmobile characters yeah and the, but they became they... official sets. They're actually sets that you can buy, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Interesting. Man, Playmobil is just... Some of the shit they come up with, I think, like, that's... that's like another... The Last Supper? Can you get The Last Supper? Did they? Uh, no. That oh, did they? Wow. I don't think they so, did but... do... Okay, well, that's interesting. That's a... The highest-selling Playmobil set ever is uh, a set that includes Martin Luther... And when I what? read that, oh, I was Luther. like, well, yeah, I thought it was Martin Luther King. And I was like, what? As in That's the weird. Lutherans, Martin Luther, yes, not, exactly. not Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was like, wait a minute. No. Well, that that's can't the be thing. Right. It's like, it, that's the thing that sort of strikes me. Okay. Yeah. Um, as as like just what, more highbrow. Yeah. Well, what, sure. what sort of sets hmm. them apart? And like, it's it's so funny that they're just straight up like, Here's, oh, it was like a special figure, right? It wasn't just like a, wow. Okay, it was just a figure. I thought it was a set. But yeah, that's apparently their biggest selling item, I think, of all time. That's that's interesting. Okay, so I have this weird, I just get a weird, um, I don't want to say like white supremacist because that's not right. <laughs> I get like a weird like trad conservative vibe from playmobile i i I don't know why i could tell you why maybe but i think it has to do with some of their sets and i think you 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 brought this into my attention i remember last night you were you said what the fuck like playmobile set with the shackled prisoner yeah they have like a they have like a pirate set yeah dude who's clearly supposed to be black uh (laughs) i mean they have like they have like uh indigenous people sets and those are pretty yeah. like they're not awful like they're not totally but they're very right. and like, i mean stereotypical in their defense this was like made during a time when like every place that had like a cowboys and indians yeah but they line, still make but... something they like oh they do and so okay. the playmobile set like yeah like the pirate ship um yeah. is just you you look at this guy and the main thing is like he has a shackle around his neck. I think is really like if 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 it had the, if it didn't come with that shackle, and there is like a, a cell in the pirate ship that you can throw the 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 figures in, and oh, it, yeah. apparently it every good pirate ship has a has a brig. Yeah, a brig, right? That's what <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> but yes, it did seem you kind know of that blatant. attention to detail. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it's, what they're known for. It's that weird, like European racism that's sort of like almost like playful and and sort of like a joke. It's it looks like that 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 guy from from uh, the Netherlands, the the guy that walks around with Santa, who's a blackface guy. Right. It's like Zwarte Piet or whatever, like Black Piet. Yeah, that's what his name translates to. It's like a black guy, basically, and like. Yeah. That it's still like a beloved tradition, and oh my god, I worked at a I worked at a small town radio station, and uh-huh. we d- we did like Christmas ads and stuff, and in one ad, so like most of the the writing staff 
there was like locals that had been hired. And then like a lot of the on-air people were like from out East because that's where the Mecca of radio is, right? Whatever. I don't want to get into it, but one of our writers, who's just like this, you know, small town lady, whatever. She was just looking for examples of like various holiday traditions. And that was one of the ones she put in the ad as like a list and probably didn't think anything of it. Right. But the, the on-air talent guy refused to announce it. He was like, I'm not <laughs> announcing that shit. That shit's racist. And they had a huge screaming match about it. Cause the, oh, wow. like, the woman Yay. was very, it wasn't even about that. It was just like, she didn't like this on-air guy. And like, it was, it was, and like, I, I agreed with him. I was like, I, I wouldn't, it, and it was one word. Like it was so easy to take out, but it was just like, yeah. So that's, that's kind yeah. of where like Playmobil sits in my brain, I guess. Um, and I think that's, I mean, I don't think you're too far off in your assumptions. Like, cause I did some, I did a little bit more research after you brought that to my attention. And it's like, there were a bunch of complaints brought against Playmobil for it's like, seemingly uh like perpetuating a lot of negative stereotypes on, yeah. on people of color that's how i feel I, that's yeah how well i was gonna say there's other uh there's other instances of it there's they they had a hotel uh play set um and and all the guests are are white and the only the only people of color are uh the are staff. the servers yeah but in their defense they they did have they did have uh somebody that spoke to this um, it says in France, the complaints about uh, the holiday hotel set that Playmobil uh, had in stores. Where are you reading this in? This is from, uh, yeah. Guardian? From the yeah, this okay. From yeah. The Guardian. Wait, yeah. Let me guess. Like, Playmobil has a black friend and they said it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's, 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 it's along the same lines, but it says um, their spokesperson said some of the workers and guests in the hotel are tanned to reflect the fact that holidays are often taken in oh sunnier climates. Oh my God, come on. And I mean, I, I could see that. It's when you go on vacation in whatever, you know, Bahamas, Bermuda, you know, Cuba, you're, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, no, I'm not defending them. Sorry. That's, I should No, it sounded yeah, like it, I was defending them. It's clearly them, like a PR that. line, right? Like I don't, and again, like I, I really doubt, like I seriously have my doubts that anyone at Playmobil is like, like a full on like crypto Nazi or whatever. I think it's just like the classic, like right. stupid rich white people who, who don't yeah. give a shit. Right. I, I like this one though. They do have another response and and I think this one is actually telling, but like it's a little more subtle. And this is what uh, I think the same person said, quote, we fully support creating an imaginative environment for all children and would hope that in their own small way, our sets deliver this in a believable way. And I think the believable way thing is yeah. kind of uh, a little veiled just a little like, bit dog whistling. Hey, yeah. All of our yeah, that's true. Actually, that's, that's just all all of our servers and people are like black and brown. So I think that so it can be should, believable. We should just depict yeah. them as that <laughs> because like white people it. serving non-whites is not very believable. Completely ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, darling. Yeah. I just sorry. I was I just imagine like a bunch of German guys like trying to comprehend. Yeah. 
But it doesn't um, reflect reality. No, yeah. <laughs> right. Because we're just better. I go, I go to the resorts all the time. When I'm the best one there. It happens every time. I Always. <laughs> yeah. They love me. I'm friends with all of them. We take pictures. We have a great time. I tip them big. It's great. You know, like... Oh. Your your German went a little East European on, yeah, on you at the very end there, but There's, otherwise, I feel like we dialed that. Yeah, thank you. There's actually a, a change.org a petition that's Playmobil, stop being racist, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Stop. I mean, it's always like, I find like some of this is just funny, like, just like change.org petitions are their own kind of nuts sure. sincere uh sort of like overbearing whatever which like i get it's hard to sort of hit that like note of like outrage and like righteous fury without event without coming across as a bit preachy yeah uh, um, but it's it's very <laughs> it's very fun to read this petition. I don't even know how old it is. Um, four months ago. Okay. Oh no, it started one year ago. So yeah, this would be when's that Guardian article from? Pretty recent. This one's from this one's from a while. Oh, back. 2015. From, okay. Yeah, so. this one's from like four or five years ago. <laughs> well, I'm um I want to pull a theme that I'm I guess picking up on out of the whole maybe distinction between Playmobil and Lego and your whole, just riffing off of your whole traditionalist vibe that, or, you know, kind of the homesy, folksy, you know, this is just the way yeah. it is around these parts kind of vibe that you get yeah. from Playmobil. Yeah. And then the other side of the spectrum being Lego, which is just like unabashedly, whatever's the most popular, everything, everything is the most, everything that's the most popular, we, we've got it kind of yeah. thing. And, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, trying, trying to uh, present and represent a absolutely every single possible type of person that could possibly want to be represented in their toys. Yeah. Um, and Lego would arguably be more about that. Right? Well, so we have two sides of the spectrum, but as, I guess, political uh, division and partisanship and whatever, and people have different sets of facts about things and, um, the politics of our world, I guess, seep into the consumer realm, into the bullshit that we buy, <laughs> the, the piles of plastic yeah. that we buy, um, yeah. then it's just as much of a market segmentation piece for a, yeah. a company to be like yeah we're going to go for all the most popular properties and we're going to go for all the representation of all of every possible group <laughs> and full full support of every possible like quote-unquote right. progressive movement or even legitimately progressive movement well, uh, but we we want we want to be everything to everyone and then the niche or the maybe counter to that position in the market being we're just about what we're about and this is what we represent and and that just happens and and, and it's Europe shitty and there are aspects of it that are shitty right? and yeah. backwards but you you at least know what you're getting and i'm not trying to say that there's an apology in there for playmobile by no means but well, i, thought I can see do. why i can see why they would be like no you know what we're gonna be our like basic ass 
like rural kind of parochial selves. Yes. And, parochial is a great word for it. And Lego can definitely. be everything to everyone. And we'll take the people who just want us to be us and represent our world, whatever, realistically. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. To believable to the, to the 12 people we talk to online or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but if it's all about finding that market, you're just as likely to find the market in like a, a backlash to the Legos they're representing every everything to everyone i yeah. wonder if i wonder and if it's because they've taken that stance of like being you know more firmly grounded in in realism uh well it also and, you know, i think it feels they, like a great way not to have to update the sets and just keep injecting new plastic into the same molds too right? well yeah but the, no but they're not they're making lots of new sets like they make new sets all the time they no, can but, make the same like minifig guy yeah but i know that this set is like you can just tell that they they make new ones in the sense of like there's changes and updates to maybe the stickers and like they'll add new ones but it feels like playmobil really gets by on like like I Googled Playmobil gas station and there's like four sets from different periods and they're all the same thing with right. like slight changes. Right. I, and that's like, cause that's all they can get by on. I think if like, you know, if they're looking to inject, like if their kids are say that they're whatever demographics is like, Oh, kids want more like, you know, some stuff with more action or whatever. So they have their knights or their, their yeah. pirates, but they'll get, because they're grounded in realism and, you know, they have, you know, they've introduced you know ethnic diversity in their characters something which lego really shies away from they i think come under a lot of scrutiny and and critics like playmobil like like we've already talked about the you know the pirate with the shackles but every time they try to like you know come up with a set that i think is more action oriented <laughs> or something they get they get like criticized or stomped they're like okay we want to have a robber in this in this like bank set there'll be like a bank robber that can come in. And I think they had to like, they came under hot water because like they had a robber in their set. And well, it's like, why can't, why can't we do that? Why can't we have a bank robber great. in yeah. our play set? What's the matter with that? Yeah. So they got like shit on for having a bank robber in their play set. Me and I, Lego like can do whatever the fuck they well, want. And didn't not Lego just, just say they are discontinuing all their police sets? Well, yeah, I could see that. Which is interesting. Like, that's, that's a pretty bold move. Yeah. Um, in and, terms of like, I mean, obviously they did the market research and like yeah. they are based in Europe and it's not like the same thing as like saying to police are bad or whatever. They're just saying like, we, we, we're aggressively totally. pursuing and they have, they have entire lines probably like that whole yeah. Lego city. That's like all about, I feel like cops and robbers and yeah, stuff. Well, that, so. well, Lego city is not just about cops and robbers, but I yeah. do think it's one of their most popular things. <laughs> Speaking of like weird. So like, it is interesting. Like we've kind of talked about some of the weird Playmobil stuff, like, Oh, like on the Wikipedia page, it says over the years, some proposed sets have included Chinese railroad workers. Right, right. <laughs> like, well yeah, as, they've. And a gravedigger for the Western theme, as well as a medieval torture room. <laughs> like, right. So they're so they're trying to draw on real world scenarios to make their sets more exciting, but well, I feel I mean, like people are just not letting it fly. It all, but what sort of examples are you using? I mean, not yeah. the Chinese railroad workers. Well, that the Chinese probably, railroad workers. They should know much better than like, to try and do that. But I don't know when that's from. They were considered and never released. So right. clearly, that that could have been in like the seventies or the eighties, right? For hey, unless, sure. Whoa, I'm not considered it. Not in the news. 
but Yo. even the other two like a grave digger and a medieval torture room like hell yeah those are not, hell yeah those are not typically kid friend that's like imagine lego putting out a great like i guess they have like spooky stuff but it's it's like yeah i, I think they're going yeah. for a bit older well, i don't know maybe but, not but it, feels I like, think... it does feel like that playmobil has a stronger secondary market of a of like essentially like yes. adults probably yes. like mostly like older oh adults who want like like a little they don't want to collect precious moments right you know it'd be great miniatures right i think it would be amazing if playmobil leaned hard into this and started <laughs> like releasing like whatever like richard spencer a, playmobil yeah. figurine fucking like make like suffrage <laughs> women's suffrage sets or like slavery set workers and just, party like, playmobil set like come on man yeah lean real hard into it and start releasing those sets i uh, think it could uh I just want to say though, if they do, they owe Second Bananas some royalties because Wes just thought yeah. of this idea, <laughs> and all of Wes's ideas are property of the Second Bananas Corporation LLC, <laughs> which Obviously. I I own seventy five percent of, and you guys each I'm own not, uh, I'm starting, seventeen point five percent of. <laughs> we need to we need to write down some ideas for some of these like yeah. Playmobiles sets and put them in the show I, notes. I bet you they probably have people that write to them and are like why don't you do this one why don't you do that one oh but it's i would love to read those letters because i'm sure there are some freaking kooks but over (laughs) decades and decades and decades you got to think that a uh, um a company this the size that they are and with the like platform that they have is probably going to get um a lot of suggestions but they're going to be coming out with new toys all the time new toy sets and so if they're just doing proprietary shit instead of the licensed stuff, the properties that are a lot more expensive upfront, probably like getting back to the future or ghostbusters or whatever. Um, instead, if you just do something that's already out there, that's public domain, like the medieval torture chamber, then you can yeah. get like a good fictional, like, yeah, you know, vibe going without yeah. having to break the bank. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, depicting yeah. Chinese railway workers, it's not. It's, but if they, it's, it's bad taste, like like the way you were referring to it before, like the person from somewhere who maybe hasn't met a lot of other people of that that they would yeah that the thing consider is, that to be offensive, and so isn't really aware of the fact that it yeah, is offensive. Exactly. To well, it would be. Like, I don't know if you like the thing, especially with like the the indigenous sets, is like people from Europe uh fetishize that shit (laughs) and it's not even over here we just have a basic uh more like cultural understanding to a certain gradually well that's sort of come like i think like our generation was sort of the first to really see that like i remember growing up and watching like i had peter pan on vhs like that shit was fucked but but like i europe just is so so detached from that in a lot of ways and they have their own issues with uh traveling people and stuff like that but that's but like uh, yeah it's just like and what's interesting is they become these sort of like like there's no way they would have had like you know like chinese railroad workers being like actual like blowing themselves up with dynamite it would be like oh look at these cute little like 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 chinese figures with like with a pickaxe up and pickaxe down and like setting the careful charges or like or like yeah they have like the mining drill or the mining cart and and that's where it becomes sort of this weird thing of like kids aren't really getting 
the story of it, right? And they don't like that. Shit, kids should know about that stuff, right? But do you like, think it could be? Oh, sorry, go continue. But like, they're not going to get that from a toy. But could they? Could they? Yes, like, imagine, yes. imagine they didn't. Proceed. Imagine they didn't like cast it in like the light of it just being a toy. What if they like accompanied <laughs> it with like documents and like had this as like a, a learning really tool? Think, like you're teaching, you're teaching your kids like history. Like, Okay, like a, huh? my heritage you can my... play with this toy but first you have to read this 80 page instruction manual on why it's wrong <laughs> yeah i guess i mean i guess it's like it doesn't it, it's not a nice like thing to have around but i mean <laughs> out of yeah. context yeah but to provide I guess... if you have parents that provide context and i guess it. it doesn't yeah it just maybe like, that's maybe you got it wes maybe you got it figured I just, out i think it is a good learning tool but it's like it's not something you, your kids, no, like, you don't you just don't want to have your kids like playing around with like whatever but like, that depends oh. on like maybe parents you do. I don't having know. a firm understanding of it which most parents especially white parents that's do true. not right like that's I, true <laughs> I just don't see it. I what, see it like, and what white parents gonna line up to buy this? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, maybe. Oh, yeah, Who knows? I don't know. Work. But yeah, but you're I, absolutely I right. Thought, I don't. I thought think... I had an idea. I, but it was I get not what a you're saying. Idea. I just like it's, it's, <laughs> it's thought, totally just. I feel like while it could be used for that, that is probably but, a bit but more. Think of this uh, though. Think of this though. Along those exact lines, though, like I said, the most popular Playmobil set was the was the martin luther thing the next most popular one is a manger scene well that's what so it's that's, like that's very telling right? we're that's already used to who they're, they're already using it to do this trad. type of like, thing and again yeah. that goes back to my trad possibly and and maybe there is some pretty serious like i wonder how much fucking you know uh market research they've done into how many fucking neo-nazis buy their toys or whatever right like oh yeah. this is a good one for my children you yeah know? don't want to lose well, those big militia like, accounts. yeah exactly <laughs> if they're shipping yeah. tons of units to like uh oregon the, the the like fucking like antelope county oregon well yeah okay maybe they like maybe they don't know something's up but they know something's up right <laughs> right um and also along those same lines uh I was reading a bit about the bootleg, the bootleg Playmobil, which was big, I think, in Turkey, uh, Turkey or Hungary. I'm going to say Turkey. Um, but there they like they bootleg it like the Playmobil design of the like, you know, the figurines. But there their play sets all have to do with like Hungarian Tur war, Turkish and Hungarian war heroes. Yeah. yeah so wow. people are already using these toys to tell like their native, their like propaganda and narrative. So yeah, yeah. that holy crap that's heavy and that's the thing is like even like um even like a lot of those the official playmobile sets are like you said like what's weird is like all of those examples of like the chinese railroad workers grave diggers and medieval torture room are like you see where they got there from the shit they already have right like it's not yeah. that far to go from like yeah having all of your sets your 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 pirate ship have a slave to like having yeah. Chinese railroad workers right. or like going right. from like knights fighting each other to having a medieval torture room. Like it's not a far right. step. It's just like somebody did too much Coke in the fucking design room <laughs> yeah. and it's started like going me. with this. And then some executive came in and was like, 
And they were like, no, no, that's the, that was the dumb ideas. That was the board we wrote on to get the dumb ideas out of our head. And the exact's like, wait a minute, <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. medieval torture yeah. room, do a, do a mock-up, have Dave do a mock-up <laughs> of that one. I just want to see it, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, I feel a lot of people have gone and done this on their own because the Playmobil community is like prolific with making lots of those like little stop motion videos. Yeah. Probably on par with the Lego community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It says that in the um, collector activities extend beyond collecting and freeform play and include customization, miniature wargaming, and the creation of photo stories and stop motion films, which, yeah. I, I would love to see a Playmobil miniature wargaming. I think that would be. I'm going to Google this. I would love to see how many how many YouTube videos down the <clears throat> rabbit hole you go from a Playmobil War Games YouTube video to <laughs> yeah. a join our Oregonian white supremacist militia. Style. <laughs> yeah, like they're, like, they're planning. You're already part of the three percent with the with the, um, with the Playmobil. <laughs> like we've got one of those like yeah those things that move the i mean yeah it's a good they have they're because they make their you know products so lifelike they're they're very realistic depictions of actual locations so i'm sure it's been used on many a stratagem board do you use with playmobil three inch glory is a set of free workings rules for battle playmobil figures i wish yeah (laughs) Uh, maybe we should yeah let's let's talk about the playmobile movie yeah, a little bit because i know i know we all watched it so i think we should comment on it I a think little the biggest thing that struck me was the cast like yeah it like, was it was good it was a good I, cast i thought I ex- well that was the thing i expected it to be more like like even like no one i think that was like before anya taylor joy or whatever did some other stuff is that that's who the main yeah, she's like girl? The girl from the witch is her. Okay, sort of I rec- yes. Okay, thank you because I definitely recognized her, but I couldn't tell what it was from. Yeah, the and witch, I, and I can't tell if if she did that before or after, right? But it seems uh, like it was after. I think it was after, power, yeah. Right? I think and it was like, after, yeah. Even everyone else in that movie, like it, it's clearly not like people who I, I don't want to sound. I like Jim Gaffigan. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great comedian. Right. And I think he belongs um, in voice acting. I think that's a good avenue yeah, he for him. Is, he is like one of those, like, and he's not, yeah. But like, no one in there is like someone that's like, like a Tom Cruise or even like, no, I think the no, Lego movie right. had, like even the Lego but movie kind I, of did that. I do, but I don't like, and I think you can agree with this uh, to some extent, but I don't like the way that a lot of, you know, the big animation movies, they get, they don't they don't take from like the star power that voice acting has to offer no, they'll yeah, like totally. they'll go to like a star like chris pratt or someone to like bring voice acting talent so and not not that playmobil really did this they also didn't take from that pool so it, i can't really like yeah, say that it did any better it's, but it's what it is now it's like it's the it's the environment right it's like but i yeah i mean why stopped. not well because yeah. they, because that's not how they think they don't think in terms of like who can mm. we give a job today? They think in terms of like, what well, will get the most butts in seats. Yeah. I will sure. say I I am a I'm a fan of Daniel Radcliffe, and I thought he he did a great job as the spy Lego the spy you know yeah, Playmobil guy. Was, I thought that was he good was casting, excellent. For sure. yeah. That's the thing. I think like most most of the cast was like even I was actually Adam Lambert did really especially right. like obviously so, the, 
they gave him a bunch of songs to sing, and we should talk about okay. the songs. Adam, okay, Adam Lambert songs. was the, he was, and he was Maximus. the Maximus, the right? And yeah, he was really okay. good. I thought he did a good job of like he definitely wasn't like nuanced or anything, but like he he really he it felt like he was like committing to the part, you know? For yes, sure. and yeah. uh, and I thought all of them were a lot of them or everyone. Yeah, was, again, yeah. like I don't think anything was bad. It's just interesting, like who they cast and like. I, yes keenan thompson is the pirate right yeah and uh is, it, is it interesting yeah like an interesting choice and he sort of got like no. under, he was billed under like it was like anya taylor joy jim gaffigan uh and then it, i think it was like um uh who are we just talking adam lambert and uh, then i think it was keenan thompson i can't remember exactly but they were all like the top billings yeah, which is like yeah, I remember really seeing interesting to me. I just remember seeing these names, and I was like, "Wow, yeah, I had no idea these names were attached to this movie." There, there was but, like multiple. Uh, oh, and Megan Trainer, that was the other. Megan Trainer, yeah. Who? Oh, she was. Yeah, she was the fairy at the end. I guess. Yeah, because I was waiting for her to show up, and I was like, "When's Megan right. Trainer? How showing is she up? going to show up?" Yeah. yeah, and I think that's like it's kind of how the movie progresses. It's like you're you you get sucked into this world first of all yeah i didn't know that it had this big live action component to it where it's like you you start out and you're this regular girl that just wants to see the world and then your parents died you got to take care of your brother and he's really into playmobil and then you get sucked into playmobil like the magic yeah it was like a magic thing this felt very much to me like a hallmark movie it felt like a very expensive hallmark movie almost and i mean i don't mean to to start getting cast aspersions but yeah again again with the trad vibes right (laughs) yeah a little bit um but it is interesting because they do seem to other than unlike the lego movie which clearly every they probably had actors coming to them being like, I want a part in this. Like I would say other than um, other than those names that we talked about, like mm-hmm. everyone else was is like a voice actor. Like most of these people, if you look at their credits, like uh, Gabriel Bateman, Paloma Rodriguez, Maddie Taylor, interestingly enough, uh, uh, trans woman. Maddie Taylor. Yeah. I, do I, I don't know if I know her from anything. She's she's she was a voice actor for a long time before she came out. Not not like a famous mm. one, but like you mm-hmm. you've seen her and stuff. And uh, okay, she's a fairly odd parents. She did a bunch of voices for that. Oh okay, and, I uh, heard her, yeah. and yeah, she Sweet. they cast her as uh, the, of course they cast her as the the villain, which whatever. But oh, the slug thing. Yeah. That, Vill- oh, okay. Villanara, yeah. Which right. I, I want to talk about that later as well. Interesting. Okay. Um. But I just, yeah, it's it's kind of like a, it's just it's just such a weird cast. Like, I think that's cool though. I don't think that. I thought all the performances were actually quite good and and stacked well, up I to and I think any other animated movie. Yeah, and because it feels like nobody was in, I think like people were maybe in this for a paycheck, but it feels like they did hmm. do their job and like. Yeah, and that's exactly because I was thinking about that the whole time. It was like, it's like. What did Daniel Radcliffe get for this? But well, I mean, said, he's selling it. Reading, and he said he always wanted to play like a, a uh, um, like a James Bond type character, and this was uh, the only way he could basically do it. <laughs> I don't know. Which is fair. Yeah, and kind of a cool self-deprecating. I like, feel he's as an actor like worked thing. so hard not to get typed 
typecast. Well, and he, and he does that on purpose. Like he and he, yeah, the nice, that's like he's got that rare golden ticket, right? Like he can do whatever the fuck he wants. Pretty much, yeah. Um, yeah, he, yeah, I agree. But I'm glad. Yeah, he's at least he's like yeah, he's getting out there and he's doing different stuff. And I yeah, like most of the sure. stuff he does. No, and he and, never has to work on a J.K. Rowling property. Yeah, ever. Oh yeah. God, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Yeah, well, he kind of he came fuck out J.K. Rowling. That so. And like, yes. and I'm glad that he did, but yeah, it's fuck. Yeah, dude. Fuck J.K. <laughs> Rowling. I don't, I don't know. I've never, I've never loved Harry Potter the way people have. So I did. I, I know. I, I know you like, and Potter. I can't, I can't even let it go. I just, but I, I want to keep talking about the Playmobil movie. I don't want J.K. Yeah. Rowling to stuff this into <laughs> yeah, a yeah, sorry. it's hard. That, that was me. My bad. My no, bad. it's good. I think like obviously <laughs> we're not gonna whatever, but this is a podcast. Of course, we're gonna yeah, yeah. we're gonna digress, but for sure. I like the open world, open imagination, and I think it ties back to something that you said, Joe, in the opening part of the, or earlier on in the in the episode, just about how uh, you kind of have, you don't have a property to lean on, you don't have like a theme <laughs> of like a movie that you've seen, uh, mm-hmm. where you yeah. need to... You know, you don't need to fill in any, any of the gaps. Everything, the story is there for you to just kind of pull from. And y- when you don't have that, when it's proprietary and it's just kind of made up about a bunch of different stuff that exists in whatever realm, you, it, you have to lean on your imagination a lot more, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that was kind of a cool aspect. Like, in ways, you're kind of like, oh my God, it's absurd how many random things just come up every other moment in this film but then it's like but it's this like it's playmobil universe world or whatever yeah. like everything everything does exist well and, it's... and it overlaps and that's pretty fun and if you're a kid and you're looking for an entertaining film i think that's almost kind of cooler because of the reasons that we've kind of cited about just the whole imagination vibe yeah then having the story you know the narrative's kind of spoon fed to you it's like yeah 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 that's know, that's kind know. of what i i i was thinking with because uh like joe you're saying too with the earlier lego sets yeah they weren't quite so like all about the you know the play sets with the the tie-ins the like, tie-ins yeah star sure. wars right. and the marvel and there i think was, yeah those, there, like there was were, there was themes to the sets like again like you yeah said, like, there was like the ice like forest space stuff, yeah was, like, but still that let you create your own stuff. stories more so than being like oh, okay now i'm like i'm the good guys i'm like spider-man and you know you're the bad guy and you know it's more it, yeah, it's more open open concept, and that's definitely what Playmobil yeah, has, I sure. think, still steered kids towards in the direction of, I think, creating their own stories and their own narrative. Well, for and sure. I think like that's th- this movie both like um, gained and suffered from that because it does feel like it, it feels very much. And again, like I think the Lego Movie was like this too. Um, like I, I, I've, I, I, ha- I've, I haven't. I haven't seen the Lego movie. I've seen a bunch of clips from the Lego movie, but yeah, I've seen it. And from what I understand is the whole point of the Lego movie was it was supposed to be like a kid playing with Legos. And I think kind of, yeah. that like, that like the big thing that people criticized the Lego movie for or the criticism I heard was that like, it kind of just felt very like, um, like the, the, the story was just kind of there to get you places. And I think the Playmobil movie did that too. And clearly they were like, oh, that that Lego movie made a shitload of money. Let's do one of those. Mm-hmm. 
and it just does feel like this is like okay so now we're gonna get the the um the fun the the viking battle and now we're gonna get uh the the secret agent scene where they infiltrate a lair and now we're gonna get like the science fiction yes yes and, and, that's... Gonna, and clearly that was deliberate right yes and that's right. the sense that i got that was going to be happening like right from the start is like well yeah knowing that that's how playmobil works it's like they're kind of based on these different play sets it's like it's like okay we're going to travel through kind of different you know dioramas different, yeah some pieces, of them will be yeah, you know sure. maybe back through history forward through history but yeah that's kind of like the that's the trip that i'm in well, for, it was and like I the, that right the girl away. wanted to go see the world and now she's seen the world or whatever mm. um right yeah i kind of like that i mean it's probably a sappy sentimental yeah like in the midst of a (laughs) fucking pandemic lockdown vibe yeah i was like you know what if i couldn't travel and i had a hankering to travel um you know i guess you gotta honor Um, this this character's motivation in this in this circumstance you know i also was just thinking about it and thinking about that whole movie and like what it encompassed like did we need to get hit with their parents' death? Like that, <laughs> within that, the first, like, wow, like that didn't even yeah. need to happen. It could have been about a boy and his sister, and the boy runs away from home while their parents are just yeah. like out seeing the movies. Especially since at the very end, the like security guard, like he he says, five like, minutes. oh, you you were only gone for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's a super yeah. good call. The parents did not need to die in this movie, but yeah. they killed them, and I respect that. Yeah, well, I kind of get it. <laughs> and it's like the whole point is that then the girl can't do the thing that she wants to, which is leave her brother alone and travel the world, right? Right. Like, like, which is a bigger investment. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I see, I see that angle fucking, now. Like harsh. <laughs> I just do. I do remember getting hit with that early on. It's just like, oh shit, man, they just killed the parents. Especially like now I got to carry that baggage around with yeah. me. This whole movie. You know what's interesting is if you look at the the writing credits, the director has the story by credit, and I think that explains a lot of it because I. Again, a lot of these movies, and I don't mean to, I'm not saying he's a bad writer. I'm saying like he's clearly, um, he clearly knows how to deliver uh, a movie that the studio well, will want. You know? Yeah, like I was saying, this felt very much like a Hallmark movie. Right. Um, and this is his only writing and directing credit. He's, he's clearly been like, this was, he, he's a, he was, a, he, he has worked as like a head of animation, supervising animator on like, frozen tangled meet the robinsons like clearly a guy who's paying his dues and this was sort of his first credit and like yeah you can tell like and then there's like yeah he he got you through it yeah exactly there's like three screenplay by credits and (laughs) and like and and stuff like that so clearly this was sort of a movie where they were someone was like well if we're going to do a playmobile movie it needs to have this it needs to have a Viking fight and it needs to have a space scene and we need to go, we need to have a secret agent thing. And the bad guy has to be uh, deranged uh, coded as gay Roman emperor. And, <laughs> and then they were like, okay, let's make a movie out of that. Like, right. Like, yeah. Um, and, and again, like, yeah, it's like you said, Craig, it's like one of those movies that were, you're not there. It gets, it kind of gets you through it. The story is there to, to get you to the, the fun parts. Right. So to get you to the different realms of your quote unquote imagination. Yeah. Or, or theirs. Or, or theirs. And but yeah, it was, it was entertaining enough. And yeah. it's, I'm not the demographic for it. Yeah. Exactly. I guess. The, no, I don't I think any of us are. 
is how it performed relative to the Lego movie, which yeah. I think was massive, right? The Lego it was not just, quite as good as the Lego did not movie. Go down like the Lego movie. I don't. I'd have to see the box office, but uh, uh yeah. Let me pull it up here. Hold on one sec. Uh, so it's it's got a it's got a currently got a twenty five on Metascore. <laughs> Um, from metacritic.com so i don't know what its rotten tomato score is but obviously it was never going to be a critical darling yeah it did really bad i know it so it made about so the big the big thing that makes it such a bomb is how many theaters it was available in right. on launch. That's... It was available in about like close to three thousand theaters on launch, and it made less than seven hundred thousand dollars in its wow. opening weekend, oh. which is which is a, the most dismal opening weekend of all time yeah, <laughs> for, for a theater in that many in that many theaters I for a movie in that many theaters. Speaking to that, I did not know this fucking movie existed. I, yeah. I didn't, until we when we started talking about doing an episode about Playmobil, and I was like, "Is there a Playmobil movie?" And I think right. Wet Googled it, and then it was like, "Okay, well, we have something to watch for it, right?" Like, amazing. Um, and I mean, the animation and stuff is good. Like, it's a yeah, high caliber movie. Wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> my, my like uh, main thing about the animation industry today is like when you most animated shows these days, the the weakest the problem with something is all almost always the story and, or the script, like the, the, the part that sort of like is the, the, not even bad, but like the simplest or the least worked on, I guess is the way I would say it. Like, it feels like this script was very like, we need to get to one, two, three, four, five, and we need to turn this script in, in like a week. So that right. we gotta, mm. we got cause like we gotta go into production. Like I'm sure it just, it reeks of that. Like, well, let's just get through. Let's just get from A to B for each of these things, and then we'll rewrite it later. And then they don't get the rewrite time, right? Like that's how it feels to me. It feels like a first draft, the, like one of my first drafts, where everything is very obvious, and I'm making obvious choices, and I haven't had time to go back and be like, well, what would make this more interesting? What would make this more unique? That kind of thing. Mm, that's interesting because I do feel like, in that sense, it felt a lot like yeah like a kids movie for me especially when they're and and that's the other thing i wanted to bring up when we were talking about um yeah one of the voice actors the one that does the slug person but like a lot of the cooler set pieces and stuff uh aren't aren't even from like what you would recognize as yes as a playmobil set so it's like it's it's almost like it's betraying itself in that sense and just trying to emulate lego and it's like the coolest the coolest stuff that happens is in like this like evil villain lair and it's like all this like spy stuff and a vat of whatever molten lava that can change into whatever and it's like this isn't a playmobil set or it's like yeah and it doesn't seem like they even made a toy of her Right, and that was the other thing is like they had this this giant thing which is very much like a non Playmobil like yeah it's like this slug princess thing, slug queen. But it's like yeah, it's, so I feel like Playmobil like betrayed itself in that sense too by by kind of having to dip into that territory. Yeah, and uh, yeah, definitely they didn't want to mine. If it, it felt like they didn't want to mine or like use certain call them tropes or even just like yeah because they almost they, they got the they got film did, yeah but then they they let themselves down with the battles they did. that they showed like, to fight they it. got like 80 percent of the way there but then yeah. a lot of like those very cool action stuff was but like, a lot yeah, of that not... is 
Yeah, potentially down to writing, I think. Well, and like, do, yeah, I wonder why things. they didn't really dig into the Playmobil actual sets after what, everything we talked about in the first half of this episode, right? Yeah, like, they, they, were, they were trying to escape that. Go to like the the indigenous play sets or like even like, like <laughs> certainly could the medieval go to the torture medieval room torture room <laughs> it's like in, oh man you know what actually i would watch a playmobile movie where martin luther was a main character that would be, totally. that would be great yeah. well it's funny martin luther teaming up with the baby jesus oh i mean shit right See, that was their problem they should have leaned hard into the trad audience but they did not. Like, if they I'll had gone full Veggie Tales with it, they would have been fine. Oh my god! And I was, I was looking hard for like as soon as I knew the pirates were in it, I had my eye like I was looking for that Shackle character. But yeah. they didn't even, they didn't even well, want to use their own product line. The main so pirate whatever. guy was black. He was. That yeah. was in voiced by and a black voice actor too, black. which is very, like, very progressive for his time of, in 2019. Of course, they made him like. I, I was it more like it was it was it. It wasn't Jamaican specifically. It was like definitely like colonial, colonial yeah. West Indies. Like, yeah, it didn't seem like they tried to make him Jamaican or yeah, like something in the Caribbean, something like there. And uh, Keenan Thompson said that the hardest part was like doing the deep pirate, the deep gravelly pirate voice, and it took a lot out of him. Yeah, I mean, he was he was pretty good. Can we talk about the songs now? <laughs> like, yes, we could. The songs I I enjoyed the first couple songs. I didn't enjoy Adam Lambert's like villain song. I thought that was, I didn't want anything to do with that. I thought that would make me cry if I was like, you know, a young child listening to that, but it was quite some of the songs were okay. That was where they actually leaned into the Playmobil thing though, of like him mm. talking about like dismembering people. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And he said like, he actually said things like kill you or you'll yeah. die and things and, like that. And I, I was like, yes, okay. I'm here for that. And the songs just seemed to like, they didn't, you know, when you watch a movie, like this is like, I think something that sort of plagues children's movies now is like, they can't, they can't pull the trigger on whether it's a musical or not. So they put in mm -hmm. these like short, like 30 second songs. And then they, mm -hmm. they, they either don't hire a good composer or they don't really give the composer much time to like make the yeah. songs. So they end That's up being these kinds of things that feel because when you do a musical, you know what you're getting into. You know what it's about. The song has to just say what it's about, or right. it has to be the or the metaphor has to be obvious enough that anyone can pick up on it. But then what you do is you make it as over the top as possible to make it fun and dumb, right? And they just mm. like you said, like that the his the villain song didn't really work because it wasn't it, like you've already made this character. A he's played by the guy from like Maroon Five or whatever it is. Not Maroon yeah, five. no. I think he was he was uh he won one of the talent shows. America's got one, yeah, yeah. He's one, one of, of those guys. He won a singing show. And yeah. then and then you've got like and then you've got him dressed up as this like insane Roman emperor. And then he does this like thirty second song where he kind of like jumps around and he doesn't have really have any like backup dancers come in. Like like you know when I think of great villain songs, it's like Lion King, uh, you know like mm -hmm. great villain musicals, Lion Jafar. King. Jafar like they had great songs right like they had a, right. a song that sort of like and and it was very over the top and this guy it just felt like nothing was yeah. over the top enough and the rest of the songs were the same way you're right it just had a evil kind of uh yeah a sound that made you uncomfortable like I didn't want to <laughs> listen to it 
<laughs> I didn't like, like it. I think there was like two or three other songs. Like the Vikings had a song. Yeah, I like that, that one. Live action song at the beginning. That one was fine enough. But that was I the, thought. <laughs> like they just all were so generic, and like yeah. I, just, I just felt like I, I like again like make it a musical or don't make it a musical, you know. But there's just like, yeah, yeah. and if you're and making think, it a musical, then you're gonna have to have like your centerpiece tune. I will right? say exactly. I say I think they were definitely taking a page from the Lego book with that one because Lego is another one that has like one or two songs in it, but is not like quite like a full Disney song that has like you know right, three or I four memorable like songs. The songs were much more. Um, I mean, a Lego can get away with whatever the fuck they want because they're Lego. Sure. And yeah. I think B, like that one song, like everything is awesome or whatever, like they brought yeah. that as a single, like they committed to the, they committed to right. the songs they had as like big pieces. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I just don't, and I don't, it's interesting to see like this movie didn't make any money. It wasn't in any theaters. It did not have any like promotional tie-ins. So you wonder what happened, right? Did Playmobil just like look at it and be like, we don't want this. Yeah, the no promotional tie-ins is quite interesting because, I mean, like, again, Lego didn't need it because Lego, like, they, they the did. movie was, they I mean, they, they did have them. The tie-ins. They did, they did, I thought a lot of the stuff in the movie was even already, like, Lego sets that were already yes, out and shit, too. True. I think. But this one didn't even have that. It had, like, because, and this probably speaks to the fact that Playmobil is more about, like, the little play dudes than the actual sets at least when they're like identifying themselves it's like yeah i think play lego has a lot more to work with in terms of a brand maybe than play playmobil does well i just wonder like clearly someone either at playmobil or at a studio or whatever was like we can do this and then somebody at playmobil who had more juice than them or maybe it was the other way around right like was like no you can't at some point somebody was like we're not doing this and like like did they oh my god i want to know did they have did they plan tie-in sets did they not because if they didn't that that speaks to like yeah no i don't think they did i i would i feel like uh, yeah this might have this might have something to do with it so playmobil is very they don't have um specific characters a lot of times that go with their yes. sets the only specific characters you can say by name i think are the ones Based from on the three people. or four game video game tie-ins that they did and then they have like martin luther <laughs> yeah exactly so they and then yeah they're they're branded ones which yeah, is very historical I think, figures yeah, yeah that are yeah so domain. i think it was harder for them to draw on like a character base maybe that would like i don't know make sense for people to to like you know know these characters yeah, just i'm like, saying it feels like they didn't even do that it feels like they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't they sh- no like, they didn't they didn't draw on the toy really at all like, like i'm like googling they, and they just didn't seem to care so either either they were like let's make a movie and just give yeah. it to the fucking guys at whatever studio let them do what they want with it and then at some point someone from playmobil looked at it and was like right this sucks and, like or like i don't want this or whatever right like or they never cared and, in the first place and they were just like whatever yeah. but it just and like I, such a wasted opportunity i think maybe they could have maybe if martin luther wasn't their like biggest selling item someone that has like a lot of you know has, has a lot of 
other baggage that brings to him when you introduce him into a movie like maybe if something else more palatable would have been something they could grasp onto as their focal point they would have done that but that, just, that would have been a hilarious protagonist there. though <laughs> yeah would, i agree i agree I, uh, as like the as the little brother martin luther back in the day <laughs> yeah he should have grabbed onto martin his little luther, martin luther figurine when I he mean, went into the world and been like taking yeah, on that persona instead of the Viking. Him and his older sister after their parents just croaked. Adventures ensues. Apparently, Weird Al Yankovic and Lauren Graham were supposed to play their parents. Okay, okay. Which is like a (laughs) trivia on IMDb. We're supposed to play their parents? Yeah, or something. We're said to appear as part of the live action cast. So I wonder if that was like something that they said. (laughs) So at the end, it's like, actually, we didn't die. There was no accident. Yeah, we just got sucked. Yeah, that would have been. They should have done that, where it's like we they actually found the out that they got sucked the into it. So we don't know what happened to their parents. We yeah. never find out what the cops tell them. Yeah, and that's like the so the okay. So this company, STX Entertainment, they before this they made Ugly Dolls, the movie. So okay. interesting. Clearly, this company is like. I wonder if they didn't even if Playmobil sold the rights to the movie. Or something like that right that's that was going to be. be my guess oh my god yeah so so that that's very and then you get so a little bit of yeah after i guess it, i don't i say it correctly. No. i don't know if you knew this but the playmobile movie was supposed to be distributed in the u.s by the weinstein corporation oh <laughs> and this was in 2016 oh. and so this was like right around when probably all the accusations were coming out but he a lot of them maybe haven't hadn't made it to like public yet. So Harvey Weinstein and the Weinstein Corporation probably knew like we're we're fucked. People are getting their ducks in the row. Like Harvey, you're fucked. And so I think Playmobil was jumping ship because like just based on finances and stuff. This was probably around the time when they were like the Weinstein Corporation was like trying to liquefy, yeah. didn't have as much cash on hand as they wanted to because a lot of like projects were jumping ship and things. So. Playmobil tried to like get out of that sinking ship and they did. <laughs> yeah, I think that is that 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 explains a lot. And um Yeah. Oh man. Um what a what a just like yeah. This was Playmobil. fun. Like it, it's just such a it's such a weird chimera um yeah of things and like clearly was designed to capitalize on lego uh at the same time like the even like the the, you know i I couldn't help but notice like the bearded characters clearly were not rigged for good lip sync or they couldn't rig them for good lip sync right like the anytime they got you got up close to their mouths it looked very strange Oh, I almost thought that, yeah, it was a cover. It's like, oh man, our lip syncs aren't good on these characters. Let's throw a beard on them. Yeah, that might be it too. I don't know. I just, I only noticed it, especially in the scenes where it was close on Dell or whatever. You just, it it was just, it was, you could tell that they were struggling to get that lip sync to work. Yeah, for sure. It was more of a beard wiggle that that came out. But I guess that's kind of how it works too. I think you can just kind of gloss over a lot of lip. Yeah, and I mean, this is the thing. That's (laughs) that's my frustration with children's media is so much of it is like, well, the kids won't care, and like, 
yeah animation in general obviously is not just for kids and that's a bigger problem that we have to get over is that like people don't think animation can be other things besides kids movies but beyond that then there's this sort of stigma of like when you're making children's entertainment of like well the kids don't care about the story as long as like they get their moments right or whatever right like it's just it would be interesting to see a, a world where this movie did get an actual good release right like like with where it was distributed properly and yeah yeah i mean it sounds like it was a lot of different places but just not promoted yeah. somehow I like mean, if like funding yeah. fell off at some point uh but it was after all the theaters <laughs> were rolled out yeah which is which is kind of sure. weird ti- timing it seems like weird timing for it to have fallen off it's there's so many insane things about this movie like wendy mcclendon covey was supposed to star in it initially like that's Who? the like she's the mom from the goldbergs oh i know her yeah, yeah i don't you know weird. her i always think it's weird that these like lego is obviously huge here but i i kind of still think of playmobil almost as more of a european toy than i do an well that's American the thing toy. and like it just fe- i don't know yeah like, yeah and so it's like to see it's like maybe they alienated their audience half their audience like their main audience by like having this like americanized version of I, their i genuinely toy. don't think this was a problem where the audience wasn't even there i think again i i think it was just that it didn't it didn't get out there there was i don't remember any marketing for it uh, I, don't, I don't remember yeah. it even being in theaters like we didn't even know it existed and i think that's the thing is like <laughs> To be honest, I think if they had put that much into marketing, it still would have done bad, and then they would have just I, wasted more in marketing. No, I, I feel so if somebody I, decided to pull. I feel if on, I had seen yeah, an ad for this, I would have been like, "Oh, this is a shitty Lego ripoff." I don't, I don't agree. And I would have I, gone I think, to see it. I don't think so. And had I gone to see this in theaters, I would have been disappointed that I spent money to see this in theaters. Uh, yeah, but a kid wouldn't. Like, I don't know. Like, I would have been having a kid having seen the Lego movie and then going to see this movie. I would have been no, kids aren't, not as interested. I mean, some kids, yes. I think, like, the truth is, like, this would have made its money back had they marketed it properly. Um, I don't know. And I, maybe I'm it wouldn't so have sure. done as well. But again, definitely like, would have done movies better. don't make money. The, the point isn't the box office. The Lego movie would have, would have bombed, and they would have made a sequel as long as the toys sold. And it feels like that's the thing. It just feels like there was no effort well, to sell. The thing. I don't off. even think I, f- I feel the Lego movie could have spent less money in ad- advertising and done just as good. I and this movie right. yeah. would have had to spend more money on advertising and would have probably done just as bad. Well, and I think the problem was they tried to do a, what Lego did instead of leaning into the like weird trad brand that Playmobil has, which obviously really yeah. fucking hard to do in a kid's movie and not alienate what's becoming the bulk of kids movie audiences, which is non-white people. <laughs> like yeah. it's just yeah. so it's just, yeah. I mean, I get, and you're probably right now that I think about it. I just think like the fact that it wasn't marketed at all is, is such a like weird head scratch. It is weird. Yeah. Because, because they you, put so you much know that a film it. like this lives or dies on yeah. the marketing. Right. And maybe they just like, yeah, they just didn't like do adhere to that. It was Harvey. He got cold feet. Yeah, it's true. Even if I had just I known some of the everything. like the names, wait, the names that were in this movie, I, <laughs> I probably would have like to see it. Yeah, fuck. Oh, this guy is like, the, like just like how many people's like dreams were shattered by that guy? You know, like not just and I like again, like he he like ruined he like absolutely traumatized so many women, 
and just like made the industry like he's like a, a black right. cancerous growth on the entire right. industry you know when was the big me too movement how long ago was it's, that was kind of 2017 was sort of the peak of it yeah and he, like he was the focal point of oh, that i time. feel like harvey weinstein was like it fuck yeah to be to be that despised well i mean he's out now and jesus like or he's not out now he went to jail i can't remember i think he's still in jail there's still people that defend that guy uh you know like that well there was that story about like how he went to like that that there was like that actor's thing in new york where it was like an actor's showcase or whatever and then he showed up and then a, a, a an actress dropped her act to basically like do like like scathing like basically roast harvey weinstein and Mm -hmm. she got kicked out yeah and like that was i think that was like 2017 or 2018 that was like that was right after he got sentenced but before or something or maybe before the trial even started i'd have to look it up but like like that's that's how that's how powerful he was is like so there's never been a roast of harvey weinstein Oh, I'm sure there has like, now. Oh but, my God. But, but it wasn't a proper roast. Her, yeah, like not like, with him in person. The problem was yeah. she was excoriating him. Yeah. She was. It was. I was. I was genuinely surprised she managed to make it funny. Like I, I, I wouldn't have blamed her for just being angry, but she actually. And then yeah, they took. They escorted her out, and not him. Yeah, he stayed for the rest of the night. So, uh, anyway, wow. Harvey me. Weinstein. Could have been Playmobil. Could have been his last movie. Could have been his legacy. <laughs> could have, he could have gone up. out with Playmobil. God. Actually, Fuck. Wes, speaking of your whole thing about like voice actors, guess who did additional voices for this? Oh, let me guess. It's like the greats. Like Spencer, uh, who is like wait, one of the – he He's Shinji Ikari from Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, no way. He's basically voiced the loser in every big anime. No way. Yeah. Shinji-kun. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's awesome. <laughs> oh, gross! He uh, also frequently geez. writes dating tips for Neil Strauss. Whoa, oh, okay. oh, that takes him down so a he, notch. He dabbles and dips. <laughs> Shijikun. Yeah. Uh, all right. This this episode is yeah. ending on a weird note, you guys. That's weird. It's weird. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, all right, all right. Weird uh, let's give a let's give a thumbs up, thumbs down to uh, the Playmobil movie. Playmobil uh, in general, and then uh, Playmobil Martin Luther in that order. Uh, okay, who wants go, to go first? You go first. You. Me? I think. Okay, so th- yeah. uh, thumbs thumbs sideways for the Playmobil movie, thumbs yeah. up for Playmobil, and two thumbs way down for Playmobil Martin Luther, and frankly, the real <laughs> Martin Luther. Fuck that guy. Right. I'll, I'll say it. Lutherans are cool. Fuck Martin Luther. Okay. Well, on your recommendation, I'll I'll give a I'll start off with Martin Luther and I'll give him a thumbs down. <laughs> uh, Playmobil in general, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up because I still like the wholesome like fun of a realistic play kit. I'll give thumbs down to the Playmobil movie because I don't know that song it, made you uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, that song and it it just felt too much like a. It was just a Hallmark movie for me. I felt it could have been on TV. Expensive graphics, but no. Didn't I feel do you. it for me. I feel you. Yeah. Craig, what do you think? Craig or Um Playmobil movie thumbs down for me. But I'm not a kid. 
I think Respect. it would at least be a thumb sideways if I were a kid. Yeah. Uh, Playmobil, the company, <laughs> uh, maybe thumbs down, but Playmobil toys, thumbs up for sure. Nice. So I've parsed that out for my convenience. <laughs> and uh, Playmobil, Martin Luther, or or just even Martin Luther, thumbs down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We've called it. You heard our opinions. Let us know yeah. yours. <laughs> you can add us. We're at to the number two bananas pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we are second bananas pod with the word second at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you thought about the Playmobil movie, whatever. Uh, you can find me at stop Joe now on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Wes Walcott on Instagram. I'm also at W2Dubs on Twitter. And yeah, Craig, I don't think we can you find you anywhere. Find Craig, right? <laughs> Unfindable. Uh, but uh, yeah. this was fun. Thanks, yeah, everyone. I, that was great. I will say also, I just want to let everyone know, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes because that bumps us up and then other people will see us and then other people will listen to the podcast and then you'll have more people to ask what they think of Playmobil Martin Luther. Uh, it's crucial yeah this is crucial yeah this is always fun guys and i can't wait to do another one maybe we'll actually do a real a full-on non-pandemisode with research and uh, yeah we're gonna start i think doing some more yeah we're gonna get back to our regular second bananas maybe with yeah. our our next one we'll see yeah. Stay tuned. Sounds great. and uh thank you so much thanks everyone goodbye bye bye Are you a new DM? Are you an experienced DM? Doesn't matter. Listen to DMs of Vancouver for great DMing advice. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.